um, the questions for the junior brain have been harder than those for the adults. I also think so, Yannicka. Yannick also says, these little guys have done so well. Errol says, good morning. My observation, the majority of junior brain contestants who have maths as their favorite subject gets the maths question wrong. The Discam junior brain always brings tears of joys to my eyes. It's so wholesome. These bright kids are just too much fun. Well, go see them live. Go see them in person. Uh, this Saturday at Blue Root Mall for the finals of the Discam junior brain of Cape Talk. It starts at about 10 a.m. But I received a, a, a email from a concerned listener regarding criminals accessing the electricity boxes to possibly aid in burglaries. Um, on speaking to our producer, Bruce, he also noticed flimsy padlocks which are used on these little encasing boxes that you may find on your street corner. And this was the email from the listener. Good morning, Lester. The new modus operandi for burglaries switch off the electric electrical mains facing the road, and then they strike. And this is what happened to us last Friday evening. We left lunchtime to spend a weekend in Emanus. However, Saturday morning, to at around, uh, we received a notification from our alarm service that the batteries were flat. We realized something was drastically wrong, and we set off home, only to discover that our electricity has been switched off at the mains. We we're lucky as the burglars had to wait for our batteries to run dry before they could strike. A couple of other properties were not so lucky and they were burgled. Joining me now this morning is Kandri Nasib. He's the executive director for energy in the city of Cape Town. An isolated incident or have you been seeing this trend? Kadri of uh, burglars targeting these little mains boxes on corners of roads to put off power to individual homes. Something that's isolated or something that's becoming a trend? Uh, good morning, Miss, and good morning to your listeners as well. So, yeah, unfortunately, uh, criminals are getting smarter. Uh, they've picked up on a number of things. For example, load shedding schedules allows them to be able to access communities, I think, with greater ease accessing these kiosks, so those boxes on the sidewalk slings inside your house, those are referred to usually as kiosks. Um, accessibility to those kiosks has become a bigger problem. Um, there are a number of things that we do look at. Um, so, for example, we do try and reinforce the locks. Um, we have looked, for example, at very specialized keys that are used to open those locks in most cases. Uh, we've looked at welding a lock protector box on the side of it. We've actually looked at stronger mechanisms such as two rods instead of one rod on the on the locking mechanism. But the reality is those boxes are only as strong as the shell itself. Yeah. And so what we find is using a crowbar, steel bar, anything else like that, they are able to eventually get into these boxes. So it is a difficult one. Um, obviously, the solution lies in being able to reinforce the shell itself. Mm. But that has to be done with the equipment manufacturer for that because there's all issues related to intellectual property around the actual... Uh, box itself. So we need to consider that more carefully. I think it will come down to budgets, but I think we need to, to perhaps take a more, I uh, think, uh, appropriate, take more appropriate measures in terms of securing those boxes. Yes. I've also noted um, many, not most parts, but many parts around the city, you, the city has installed what are essentially cages over mini substations. I've seen them along the N1, I've seen them along Jake's careful. This is also an intervention f to prevent vandals and thieves from accessing those mini substations? 
Exactly. And in, in case, some cases, we've actually moved equipment into other properties, like city-owned properties, just to try and secure them. So cages, yes. Um, but of course, everything comes down to cost. Um, so, you know, at a, at a knee sub-level, which is usually what you'd see in terms of caged uh, equipment, that becomes slightly more feasible. But obviously, a kiosk, kiosks, I mean, they appear but across the suburban landscape makes it a lot more difficult for us to secure in that way. One of the things that we're going to be trialing in the next few months um, are smart poles. So we're going to be looking at introducing uh, a type of streetlight, but one which has got greater functionality attached to it, for example, CCTV, Wi-Fi access uh, around the pole, uh, panic buttons, things like that. And it perhaps will assist us in being able to monitor activity in the area so that we can pick up on vandals, uh, you know, particularly where we have incidences of, of greater numbers in this particular case, like this estate that's just been referenced now as well. Uh, actual street-facing electrical panels on individual houses are being targeted, not just the kiosks, says this particular listener. Uh, has this become simply a phenomenon that we've seen since the introduction of higher stages of load shedding, more frequent stages of load shedding, vandals and thieves recognizing them, and the powers is out, those panels then become targets? Well, I think we can separate the two issues for now. I mean, I think certainly whether it's your meter itself or whether it's the kiosk or anywhere else like that, um, you know, so simply, you know, it's just an opportunity for them. So they'll look for opportunities. So load shedding gives them the ability to access our street lights, for example, but also at the same time, uh, just consider the fact that um, our alarm systems and everything that are connected to batteries with extended load shedding, those batteries will run down unless you have a UPS type system available. So definitely, um, there's an opportunity for them to access the houses more often than they have in the past. This is just another add-on to that. But Kadrina, unfortunately running out of time, we're heading up for eyewitness with I have to continue this conversation uh, in, in another occasion, but I really appreciate you at least laying the foundation for us. Also, thank you to Margaret and Klaus Fricker for that email raising awareness on this issue. But coming up,